Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Whether you're looking to get on your very first store shelf or you're looking to grow your national or even international food brand, this podcast is going to teach you what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale a packaged food brand. Hear the food founder journeys of brands growing in their industry so you can fast track your food business success. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. I am here today with Jessica from Milk Bliss. Jessica, welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Jessica, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and talk to us about Milk Bliss and who exactly it is for? Yeah, cool. My name is Jessica. I have a business partner. Her name is Pam. Um, She's not with us today. But we started Milk Bliss about two, little over two years ago when both of us were new moms and we were both breastfeeding moms and, you know, kind of struggling through it and sort of trying to supplement and boost our milk supply with different things that we were finding and coming back to each other and talking about it. And so I am sort of a baker by nature and I started baking lactation cookies for us. She lived right across the hall from me at that time in a building. And my cookies were very good tasting and also were helping both of us like boost our supply. So we kind of decided at that time, maybe we should partner up and you know sell these cookies. And that was basically the beginning of Milk Bliss, which actually had a different name in the very beginning. That's awesome. It like started from a pure need, which is great. I think that food founder stories that start like that are, you know, the ones that really, you're going to go through the test of time with it because there's a lot of ups and downs, as we know, that comes with a food company. For sure. So talk to me about the beginnings of it. So we started the company, you and Pam started the company, you saw this need, you knew that it's actually tasted good because there are a lot of other products out there that maybe don't taste so good. What did it actually take in terms of like taking that leap to go and take this idea to full-fledged business though. That's, that's not an easy one. A lot of people sit on that for a long time. You guys really didn't. No, we didn't. We were in a really fortunate situation because I had sold a business during my pregnancy. So it had only been a few months where we were kind of toying around with the idea. And then we had some seed money from the sale of my previous business. So we were, you know, Pam is a lawyer by trade. And so she had a little bit of money to invest in it too. So we were able to start like financially, but really just able to kind of start. And we knew that we had to, you know, gain revenue like fairly quickly. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I mean, the money helped you guys be able to, to go with it. I'm sure you also probably had, you know, this, this site of, I can do this. I've built a company before I've sold a company. You, you had this confidence and the finance to be able to do it. For sure. My first business was a service-based business. So it was really different from this business. But I knew that if I was going to do another business, I wanted it to be a product-based business because I knew that you could build the, the margins in where I didn't really do that with my last business. And that was like kind of my very first mistake. So yeah, that was... I kind of went into it thinking I want to do another... Like I want to do another business, but I want to do it with a product this time. Not necessarily food, but it just ended up being food. Right. The idea just kind of came to you guys. It just happened. Yeah. So talk to me about, you know, one of the big 
wins that you guys have had in the company that really helped you see that, hey, we're really onto something. This is a company that other people really want. What have been some of those big wins or big success points that you've had along your way? Yeah, that's a great question. We've had so many little wins, but I would say when we were able to like financially and logistically launch into Amazon FBA, not just regular Amazon where you're selling as a merchant, but like the fulfillment by Amazon, that was probably our biggest like turning point and being able to get to that point, which was something that we were striving towards for a really long time. That was probably the biggest win for us. And then we, that was basically the tipping point where we started seeing like real growth. That was like a real proof of concept, not just, you know, friends and family buying our product and slowly gaining some very small traction, but this was like people that had no idea who we are trusting us with their money and like supporting us with their reviews and things like that, like that we have never seen, heard, or talked to before. That's going to feel kind of amazing. (laughs) It was so crazy. I can't even, like, I can't begin to explain. It was like surreal. Like I just kept saying to my husband, like, like this is really happening. Like I'm making something not by hand. We never made the products really by hand. Um, We've always had bakers that make them for us and now a co-packing facility, but just to make something that people want and like a lot of people want. And then they go on there and take their time to review the experience that they've had with it. And then they follow us other places too. They show up on Instagram and they, you know, they show up on Facebook and build relationships with us. Like, it's just like so incredible. And that's like the best part for sure of like the whole thing. That's awesome. That's it's like, and I I know you and Pam are so like deeply in this too, and you're so connected and like genuinely care about each and every one of those reviews that come through and like every new yeah. customer that you guys get, every account you win, like it's it's a win. It is like I really want to maintain that as long as we like possibly can as like human beings and like mothers and stuff. But yeah, like having the personal relationships with as many clients as or customers as we're able to is like really, really, really important to us. It's like one of the top of the things on our list, like all the time. That's huge. I think that's going to serve you guys really well as you continue to grow for sure. I hope so. Yeah. So every company is always, of course, trying to grow, get to that new level. Every new level you get to, there's new challenges that come up. Yeah. What are some of the challenges or a challenge that you and Pam are working to overcome right now that's coming up as you're looking to get to that next level of success? So where we're at right now is good. Like we're growing steadily, but in order for us to make like a major leap forward, which is for us like trying to get into retail so that we can be accessible, more accessible to to every woman who like wants our product. In order for us to do that, like our, our biggest hurdle right now is the money in order to move to like a more of a scale production we're going to need to like raise money. So that's kind of, I would say the situation, it's not a situation. It's just the, the position that we find ourselves in this year. Like to date, we've done typical things that small businesses do. We did a Kickstarter campaign. We started with our own money. And then, you know, once we went through that, which was quite a lot of money and we went through it pretty quickly, we did a Kickstarter to launch a couple new products. And then now, you know, we've had enough traction with sales and revenue that we can you know, do a fundraising round. And I think we're in a good position to do it. So that's like, that's the situation that we find ourselves in at the moment. And it's a challenge because, you know, Pam and I aren't financial 
you know, advisors or we don't have any background in finance. And so uh, we're having to like seek out help and experts to help us put together not only financial forms that we need to start the process, but like for food businesses, there's a very specific way that you have to put together those, those like numbers and figures that someone is going to want to see it when they're investing in a food company. So it's a lot of learning and we're doing it, you know, like every challenge that we have, we seem to be able to rise to it. It just maybe takes us a little bit more time than we thought it might, I guess. Someone once told me early on that things in business always cost like twice as much money and take twice as much time. And I think that it's just a fact of it, right? And I know- Any business, yeah, for sure. It's almost like when you want to do like a renovation to your house, you know, they always tell you like, oh, you want to have some extra money on the side because (laughs) it's probably going to take longer than you thought. It's going to be more expensive. And, you know, building a business is basically like building a house. Like it's similar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For anyone who is listening right now, who's at the beginning phases of their company, what advice do you have for them? I think probably the things that have moved us forward the quickest have been when we were able to like seek out help that is like an expert in what we're looking for. That's tough in the beginning. If you don't have a lot of seed money, you know, you need to bootstrap as much as you can. And certain personalities are able to do that. That's not my personality. I like prefer to do things as quickly as possible. And so for me, hiring somebody that knows what they're doing in that field, like for example, one of the first things we did was we hired someone to build our website for us. So that was, you know, an expert, like doing something that would have taken me forever to try to figure out how to do. And I had a new baby and Pam had a new baby and we were on maternity leave when we started this business. So we didn't have time for that. So that's like, that's, that would be my, my advice. I think for anybody who can, you know, do it, there's so many different aspects of starting a business. There's finance, there's marketing, you know, there's outreach. There's like, there's so many different ways that you have to spend your time and your money. And if you can shortcut some of those with someone to give you, you know, tools or templates or whatever it may be, then I think you can get there quicker and like more efficiently. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. And then final question, what does Milk Bliss, what does it pair perfectly with? Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Or a baby. (laughs) A hungry baby. Yeah. The three go perfectly together. A hungry baby, maybe tired mom. You have a cookie to help the baby and mom and the coffee to help uh, mom and baby too. So I love that. When I was breastfeeding, I ate cookies like all day long. I mean, obviously I had pretty much like unlimited access to them, um, but I love cookies. And yeah, that was like my, pretty much like my postpartum diet mainly, <laughs> mainly was put together of different flavors of cookies. <laughs> Not too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. I wasn't concerned about, you know, like getting my body back right away or anything. I was mostly just concerned about taking care of this like little human that needed. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Anything else that you want to leave us with before we wrap up here? Oh, yeah. If you have a great idea for a food or product that you want to bring to the marketplace, I think that you should just do it. This is probably the easiest, maybe not the easiest. (laughs) That's probably not a good way to say it, but this is a really good time to be able to 
bring a product to the market because there's so many great digital tools and things that you can use to sort of leverage like your idea. So with Amazon and some of all the different things, the ways that you can bring your product to people directly, like direct to consumer or DTC, it's just a really great time to do it. So I would say go for it. Awesome. Thank you for that. And thanks so much, Jess, for being on the Food Founders Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was fun. The Food Founders Podcast is brought to you by the Fab Growth Academy, the online hub for driven food and beverage business owners that want to get on more shelves, get into more homes, and really grow their food business. Inside the Fab Growth Academy, FAB standing for food and beverage, you'll have unlimited access to tools, resources, and training from myself and my food friends. So if you know you have a great product, let's work on building the business side of things so that more people can enjoy it and you can make the impact I know you want to make with your business. The Fab Growth Academy is now open. So hop on over to growmyfoodbrand.com to join me and your fellow food founders inside the Fab Growth Academy. I cannot wait to see you in there and help you grow your business.